0: While you were busy thinking about Afghanistan, or the Delta variant, or all these other things, the Biden regime quietly banned ammo, not just ammo, but they banned ammo for AK-47s. That's right, which is hysterical, because... The the owners of AKs have always had this cocky attitude about their guns being more reliable and their, their ammunition being cheap and accessible. Yeah, I have an AK. I don't have to worry about your stupid little 5.56 round, blah, blah, blah. Ha! AKs just became real expensive. Meanwhile, the Taliban has every caliber you could find and then some. But we're looking at that. And this is one of these ways... To make ammo more expensive and to cut off the supply of ammo because, yeah, we get after Tula, uh, we get after Wolf, the the real bad, you know, bad ammo. I have Wolf, I have Wolf, I have Tula ammo because uh, it's cheap and, you know, if it comes out of the barrel of, of the, uh, the firearm, it's better than nothing. But uh, this is from Matt Vespa, Vespa, Princess Vespa from townhall.com. Let's take a break from the chaos in Afghanistan to discuss what the Biden regime just did that could impact law-abiding Americans. I hate this idea of law-abiding Americans. How about you just say Americans? Access to ammunition. We're already being pinched. The price of copper has reached historic highs. Steven Gunkowski of the Reload has been covering the story. Nothing that we noting that we might not see some calibers like 9mm and 223556 readily available for up to two years. Even though they're out there. Ammo, ammo is out there. You can find it. You might pay a little bit more, but I've actually seen ammo start to come back a little bit. I'm not talking about massive uh, stores of it, but it is out there. I've never shot an AK, so I'm a, I'm as Kennedy Hall, the host of the Kennedy profession, likes to say, I'm an atheist to that. I'm an atheist to the AK. Um, whatever. if it goes pew pew, I don't really care. I never got the whole. See, I'm not one of these guys because I'm not a snob about anything. If you like Glocks, 1911s, AK, AR, I don't care, as long as you have something. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't shoot Glocks or 1911s, I shoot a Beretta. I don't shoot AKs or AR-15s, I shoot a shotgun. <laughs> so, it's that's why I'm kind of ambivalent to all of these things. Um, anyway, the Biden regime's... Anti-gun agenda impact is impacting the situation, but the COVID-19 Wuhan Superbug pandemic saw 9 million Americans become first-time gun owners. And even if every 9, one of the 9 million Americans, every single one of those customers bought just a box of 50 rounds, right? Just a, a, a basic 50-round box, that that alone impacted it. And then you had on top people like me who are like, hey, we gotta get ammo. Uh, so... The latter part is a good thing, but increased demand coupled with white house with a white house that it's antagonistic towards the right to keep and bear arms, and the price of materials has pinched the market. Now, the latest sanctions on who? Who do you think these sanctions are against? Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure we all know because why not? Trump, Putin, Russian collusion. Trump, Russian sort of collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian metal collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian potentially collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian collusion. Trump, Russia Russian collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Russian hacked our election. Here comes a big change. There you go, because of the Russians. So. The sanctions on Russian arms compound the issue, centering on access to ammunition. Now Cam Edwards said that one should, now our own Cam Edwards said that one should worry. For now, after a couple years, however, it's a different story. Here's the portion of the new sanctions that Cam Edwards highlighted pursuant to the Chemical and Biological Weapons Control and Warfare Elimination Act of 1991. Restrictions on the permanent import of certain Russian firearms, new and pending permit applications. And this is the big thing. Permit applications for the permanent importation of firearms and ammunition manufactured or located in Russia. Yes, comrade, very good. You have very good accents in Russia. Uh, we'll be subject to a policy of denial. And I ain't talking about the river in Egypt. Oh, the Biden administration, he says, administration, we know it's a regime. Imposed in Putin, imposed new sanctions on several Russian national and businesses on Friday, in the latest response to the poisoning of Russian opposition leader uh, Navini in August 2020. I mean, sure, whatever. Give whatever reason you want. Um, it's just anti-Russian you know, Russian propaganda. I've seen a lot of folks on social media say this total ban on the importation of Russian ammunition. This is Cam Edwards. And many folks ignoring the word firearms in there as well. But I don't read it that way. It looks to me that those U.S. companies that are currently permitted to import arms and ammunitions manufactured in Russia can continue their operations as normal for now, but no new permits will be issued, including those that are already in the pipeline. If, however, the current permits expire while the sanctions are in place, they won't be able to renew them. Yeah, that's the point, Cam. Like, come on, that's... Come on, man. That's not that's not like a revelation. Friday, the reload, Stephen Ginkowski reported, could be up to two years for some companies, but that doesn't mean there aren't distributors whose permits could expire long before then. Now, according to Ginkowski's report, the National Shooting Sports Foundation is also investigation, investigating if the new sanctions will also deny imports of popular collectible firearms and are trying to get some answers from Customs and Border. Here's the thing, you ain't getting answers from Customs and Border because they're going to be general. Like, uh, we are still evaluating the permit application process at this time. You're not going to get... You're not going to get that. You're not going to get that kind of stuff. Yeah, that this is backdoor gun control, guys, that we've been talking about. Guys in the chat room have been talking about this, too. It's going to be impossible via the NRA, the USCCA, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, to actually get another gun ban in place. Or any, uh... Or anything like that. But what can they do? They can restrict imports on on ammo. So the article says, and in case you don't know, you're listening to the Bear Brief here on the Crusade Channel. The last live radio station standing always on air. Always online at crusadechannel.com. Um, Russian ammo is dirt cheap. It's dirt cheap. And it's dirty. <laughs> if you've ever shot Tula or Wolf, first of all, there's a difference in casings: uh, steel versus copper. Copper's a little easier on the barrel. Steel is, is steel is very, very it, it it's rough on on the grooving, and it's just real rough on your firearm. Doesn't matter, It goes pew pew, but still, you, you, most people are not lining up to get Wolf or Tula ammunition. They will buy it, like myself, in a pinch, because it's still ammo, but it really, it wears on your gun a little bit more um, than you would want it to. Now, if you have a Glock or something like that, it doesn't matter, but still, you don't want to be shooting it unless you have no choice, Um, but it's there, and what does that really do? Let's, Let's put this into a little bit of an economics lesson. Um, the presence of Russian ammo, Russian ammo, keeps all other prices down. It's part of the market. Even though prices are still up, the fact that that is there, the presence of Tula and Wolf and all these others, allow prices to stay somewhat competitive. I'm not saying they are before y'all actually me. Um, but it's there. You remove it, there's less competition. And and so that's not good for you and I as gun owners. So in the short term, not much is going to change for most gun, gun owners. Cheap, at least relatively so. Russian ammo like Tula ammo should still be available for sale here in the U.S. But... He he doesn't put this into there. I'm gonna I'm gonna add this in there. If this does, if the perception, think about this. If the perception that cheap Tula ammo is going away, expect people to price gouge. Now, price gouging on Tula or any of these other things, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's not crazy, but it's still a price gouge. It's still an expense you and I would have to take because the value of tula the value of it has increased because it could become a scarce commodity right that's that once anything becomes scarce people rush to buy buy it before it goes away